Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am your host, Francis Wesso. Thank you so much for taking the time week after week to listen to this podcast. Today we start a new series titled Blessings. God has been speaking to me on this subject lately and I felt I needed to share it with you. Let me start by explaining what kind of blessings we will be talking about because when someone mentions the word blessings to me, I think of all the blessings that God gives us on a daily basis. But that is not what this series is all about. In this series, I will share about the practice of pronouncing blessings on people. Sometimes as God's people, we talk a lot about curses and how to break them. But I have never heard blessings preached in this context. To bless someone this way, giving him or her a blessing, may be considered an old-fashioned or even religious practice. But in the coming weeks, we will learn that it is something powerful. Around the world in the Christian church, we use God bless you as a greeting. And I think that we somehow say to ourselves, God bless you, as the people in Hawaii tell each other aloha or mahalo. However, when we tell each other God bless you, we are offering each other more than a greeting. I think it is time to bring that phrase into the right light. With this, I do not mean that greeting someone with God bless you is bad. What I'm saying is that we have to consider that phrase as something more than a greeting. In this series, we will learn the importance of blessing one another and how to do it, as well as examine some of the blessings found in the Bible. We will do it all keeping in mind that all the blessings of the Bible now belong to us and we can appropriate them and use them in our favor. Some blessings in the Bible are prophecies, and some of those prophecies served as form of testaments or wills. With a blessing, we can bring favor to people, declare and establish things like abundance and protection, and bring God's goodness to communities and or even countries. We can bless our countries. That sounds so good. Various words can be associated in the Bible with blessings. But in this series, we will use the word barak from the Hebrew root brak, which means to bless or to be blessed. Blessings are so important to God that the first thing that God said to men was a blessing. If you go and read Genesis 1.28, you will find that it says, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and grow, fill the earth and rule over it. In the Bible, we also see men pronouncing blessings on God. Although we do not often think of praise as blessings to God, that is what it is. Almost every time that we praise God, we are offering Him blessings. When the psalmist says, May God be blessed, or blessed be the name of the Lord, he is praising and blessing God for His providence. And by writing the prayer as a psalm, he invites others to do the same. Also, in the Bible, we see men pronouncing blessings on other men. When we pronounce blessings on our loved ones or pray for God to bless them, we are implicitly recognizing the merits of those people. The book of Genesis includes several blessings. Jacob blesses his two grandsons, Ephraim and Manasseh, in Genesis 48. And Jacob blesses his sons on his deathbed 
in Genesis 49. As I was saying, pronouncing blessings on people has become a religious act performed mainly by the elders over children or by pastors on babies. Pronouncing a blessing is no longer an intentional practice to bring God's favor upon his people, but I believe that now more than ever, we need to bring the pronouncing of blessings back into our daily routines. Now more than ever, we must do all we can to bring God's goodness to earth. Besides that, we have a biblical basis that guides the church to offer blessings. When Jesus was training his disciples to go preach, he sent them two by two and instructed them to offer blessings wherever they went. In Matthew 10, chapters 12 and 13 says, When you enter the house, give it your blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, may your blessing remain. If not, withdraw the blessing. As we know, God created heaven and earth by speaking. God has the ability to create by speaking. When he gave the breath of life to Adam, part of that created power entered into him. Since then, that power has also resided in every human being. We have the power to shape our lives and the lives of others by what we speak. If you know me, you know that I do not let people around me speak negatively about themselves. But if I am honest, I have to tell you that I have never taught people to pronounce blessings on others until now. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 18.21 that the tongue has the power to give life or death. Therefore, what we say is important. We release creative power every time we speak. With all the negativity around us, don't you agree that as the Church of Jesus Christ, we must do our part to change every spiritual and physical environment where we go? I believe we do. When we pronounce blessings on our children, our spouses, siblings, co-workers, or congregations, we release God's goodness on our loved ones. Therefore, the next time you tell someone, God bless you, do not just say it as a greeting. Do it as a practice in faith to bring the power of God on the person with that blessing. Throughout this series, we are going to be talking about some of the blessings we see in the Bible, with the hope that as you hear these blessings, you will be inspired to declare such blessings on your children, your pastors, and the people around you. I hope that the Holy Spirit will speak to your hearts through the different blessings that we will be studying. For now, let me share with you how to apply in your families the blessing that I consider one of the best known in the Bible, and that is the blessing found in Numbers chapter 6. This blessing today is mainly used to dedicate babies. Go with me to Numbers chapter 6 and we'll read verses 22 to 27, which says, The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is how you should bless the Israelites. Tell them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and have mercy on you. The Lord turns his face towards you and gives you peace. Then they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. As you can see, God gave this particular blessing to Moses for the priest to use, not on the babies of Israel, but on the entire people. My friends, the blessings in the Bible are like the promises of God. 
in the Bible, there are promises for each and every one of us, but not all the promises in the Bible are applicable to everyone in general. For example, there are promises in the Bible for widows and orphans. Therefore, unless you are a widow or an orphan, that promise is not for you. Some promises are exclusive for the elderly and some exclusive for women. So, young people and men are excluded from such promises. The blessings of the Bible are the same way. We can bless every single person in the world with most of the blessings of the Bible, but not all the blessings of the Bible can be pronounced on all people. Some Psalms, for example, are blessings to use before going to war, so we cannot claim such blessings unless we are at war. Now, the priestly blessing that we just read in Numbers chapter 6 is a blessing that every son of God can use on the church of Jesus Christ. According to 1 Peter 2.9, every Christian is a king and a priest. And since we, the believers in Christ, are the seed of Abraham, every Christian is now part of the family of God, and therefore the blessing is for us. How do we pronounce this blessing or the blessing of Numbers chapter 6 on our families? Well, we can pray it word by word over someone like pastors do when they bless babies. Or we can use it as a foundation to bless our loved ones. For example, you can simply tell someone, the Lord bless you and keep you. Or you can be more specific by using that blessing as a basis for praying against whatever challenges that person is going through. For example, if someone is struggling with an illness, we can use the same blessing, but be more specific. You might want to say, in the name of Jesus, may the Lord bless you by healing your body and keeping you away from pain. May the Lord make his face shine upon you to assure you of your healing and may God have mercy on you, quickly restoring your health. In addition, may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace, knowing that he who began the good work in you will finish it. We use Numbers chapter 6 as a base, but we are specific by adding our words to that blessing. If the person you are praying for is experiencing anxiety, you can pronounce the same blessing to remove fear from that life. You might want to say something like, In the name of Jesus, may the Lord bless you with the assurance that He is fighting for you. May God keep you protected under His wings. May the Lord make His face shine upon you so that you know that His eyes are fixed on you permanently. And may He be merciful to you, making you feel protected and safe in His presence. May the Lord turn His face to you with grace and favor and give you peace that passes all understanding. Now, when you say something like that to someone, your intention should not be to speak eloquently, but to move heaven in favor of the person you are blessing. If you pronounce a blessing with faith, you are putting divine laws into practice because you are praying the word of God over that person. Since we know that the word of God is the will of God, we are declaring the will of God about the person we are blessing. And therefore, what we are saying will be fulfilled if we say it in faith. We have a promise in the Bible that if we pray according to God's will, He hears us. 
men of God, woman of God, every time you pronounce a biblical blessing on someone, you are releasing the power of God on that person. So do it in faith and do it intentionally. If Jesus told us to offer blessings wherever we go, then let us do it. Bless your family by saying blessings out loud over them. When you intercede for your friends and neighbors, pronounce blessings on them. Send your children to school with a blessing every morning. Offering blessings on our loved ones is not a religious practice. When we bless them, we are putting the Bible to work and we know that the Bible works for those that work it. Thank you so much for spending these minutes with me. Over the next few weeks, we will review some of the blessings found in the Bible. And my prayer is that these blessings will inspire you to unleash God's power by proclaiming blessings on worthy people. If you have any questions about our ministry or about what we discuss in this podcast, please write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. May the Lord bless you with joy and peace this week. Thank you.